Okay, I'm back again. Cancer Theory, DJ Mike T. And this one's about the Inglewood family that uh, disrespected Nipsey Hussle's mural. You know, that didn't just happen all of a sudden for to go viral or clout chasing online. That actually has been brewing for not as long as the Inglewood family's Roller 60 War has been going, but it goes up and it goes down, like most wars do in the, within these streets. Um, basically, six weeks ago, maybe six weeks to two months ago, Somebody from Inglewood family had gotten killed. And uh, they had a, a candle visual on the corner for it. And the Rolling Sixties went through there and kicked everything over and disrespected everything. And, you know what I'm saying, put their little moniker up there and rolled out, right? Dad, they got them and the Inglewood families going at it. Boom, 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 boom. You know, uh, fights, gunshots, you know what I'm saying, whatever goes down within that uh, war. Like, you know, it got escalated. Um. If you ever notice the history of the Inglewood families, they'll tell you they were the first gang to pull out a gun and start busting. And they have, they have taken control of a lot of, not like control like a CEO, but they have a lot of influence what goes on within the bloods, period. Their structure is the structure that holds Inglewood together, period. A lot of people don't know that. You know, you got your Avenue Pyrus in Inglewood. You got your, your Queen Streets, your NHPs. You know, you got your Center Parks, your Weirdos. But all that spawned off the Inglewood family and to keep your head up high. Because they weren't a dunce neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? It's like the projects were dunce neighborhoods at one point. Now they're not not really, but they get, they come in at a lower level. But they they there's so much going on, they got to grab game fast. But Inglewood family, on the other hand, were structured families. They're, you know, parents is making a, you know, a nice amount of money per year. You know what I'm saying? They was, they don't just own that house in Inglewood. They own the house in Inglewood and other houses elsewhere. They, were, they family had money. They had an education. That's how you used to get your true gangsters back in the days. It wasn't out of a low life program. You know, being under Section Eight and all that. That just brings raunchiness and no stability. Gangs have to be stabilized. They have to have a, a, a hierarchy. A, a bunch of thinkers. Not just doers, thinkers. You got a bunch of people that do, they all do, and it ain't no damn structure. The shit gonna fall apart. Okay? But that's that then, and that's still, they carry on till now. Um, but they have a lot to do with a lot of things. You see what I'm saying? And like a lot of these gangs, they, they uh, evolve. That's why Chris Brown and Soldier Boy gravitated towards the Fruit Town Pirates because people don't understand they went on, it wasn't just to be a blood and a sag because the Fruit Town Pirates evolved in some way you don't see it. You're only going to see the faces but never the thought. You're only going to see what's coming out their mouth after the thought is done. You're never going to see the function until you see the little bit they give you. And people run off their emotions off that and fuck everything up. And it may not even be illegal what they're doing. You just don't know until you actually fucking know. So don't jump to conclusions. You know, that's like when Nipsey Hussle got killed. I seen people from New York, fucking Connecticut, Canada, fucking Italy trying to put their two cents on how this man got killed. He got killed by his own fucking homeboy that was jealous of this motherfucker and, and got to the point, is this a thing? Once you draw that blood and you draw it right and you bang it for your hood, you ain't scared of your homeboys. Now you got to control your trigger finger and what ticks you off to go to that psychotic ass level of destruction. And that's the thing was the dude was by any means necessary. And Nip kind of was, you know, he was structured, but when you structured and you moved and people got shit to say about you. 
Yeah, as long as you down, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you down with him, this motherfucker here. Why he hanging with us? You know, if somebody niggas is just bitches. Okay, it ain't that we in a gang. We all gonna come up together. That ain't never happened in nobody hood. Cause once you fuck up, niggas gonna shun your ass to the left. You gotta start over with somewhere else. If you keep fucking up, they gonna get rid of your ass, boot your ass right off the turf. But like I said, there's, there's no nobody that's taking you. Don't take care of the next nigga if you're from a hood. You can help them out if you choose to. Well, I know in my hood it ain't no law saying I gotta do nothing for near nigga. I gotta keep my ass alive and do, you know what I'm saying? That was just back in my heyday, you know what I'm saying? I'm 52 years old. That day, you're supposed to get three or four active years out of yourself, but you're gonna be there for life if you choose to stay there mentally for life. I got a lot of homies that pass through the hood. If you see them now, you didn't even know three piece suits, everything. And a tattoo on their body, put in work, all that mean shit. They done outgrew that shit and went on to the next phase of life. And they not looking back to look like you could take the homie out the hood, but not the hood out. The, all that shit is just saying. It's just clicheable talk. They keep stupid niggas stuck saying it to themselves all motherfucking day, like these little kitty ass rap songs. You got to get past. You got to grow. You have to keep going. You have to motivate yourself. And that starts when you first start thinking for yourself around other people that could be your peer pressure age. But if you trying to run off. What you think happened if when you wasn't there, you hear his trickle-down ass story that don't be that. I'm going to tell y'all a quick little story real quick. I forgot about this part until just now. When I used to work at these clubs in the early 1990s, I used to get the Crips ran everything. So all the clubs I DJed at, there was hardly ever any bloods up in there. If they, a few times bloods showed up, though. Don't get me wrong. And they just showed up out of pocket, just went in there and represented themselves. and kind of spooked the uh, Crips because the Crips wasn't used to it. So they knew them niggas had to be packing or something. But... I would argue with a lot of niggas and tell them, don't flex your chest at me acting like your big homie because your big homie might tell you a lie of a story that got you looking like you're going to redo the story because he told it to you. And the smart crimps that I told that to caught themselves and said, man, my bad, homie. The other ones, it just went down the way it went down. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's, this, is, after it's done, this is probably what happened to your big homie, but he changed the shit around because you wasn't there. You got to make the story for yourself. And if you want that story to really be 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 outlast, you have to be able to tell your kids your story without making them have to go do that through you know family pressure. Like just the way our family is, I gotta be like my dad. You need a family that's gonna reinvent the wheel. The only way to reinvent the wheel is you got to be able to memorize and understand everything you're looking at. But if you look at everything in blotches, you're gonna live in a blotched up ass world, and it's not gonna make no sense. Like I said, when I deal with the streets, when I look at the streets at the age I am now, I look at the sandbox theory. I don't look at every nigga's entitled. There's too many weak links out there, especially with the social media. Even before the social media, once the gang started getting high on their own supply, it was a wrap for me. You know what I'm saying? To start taking all these uh, chemical-based drugs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Skittles and fizzles and thistles and thistles. I, I was done. I was already like, I'm, I'm through. Because that plays on your emotion and your unhealthy way of living. And it makes you make rash decisions. And it fucks you up. I could have told you that. But hey, I got to take care of myself first. Because I'm here right along with everything the fuck else. Okay? Now. The Inglewood family in the freaking uh, Roller 60 War has been going on. Just by the borderlines of the two cities, Inglewood and Los Angeles. And that's been over 50 freaking years. Okay? It goes up, it goes down. Now, you got reptiles from different hoods that can go into each other's hoods and, and respectfully talk to other OGs. But when it comes, even the newer generations, 
people meet people and people speak upon people how you greet and you don't be too standoffish. Uh, you can't be too open because they're going to, you ain't going to think you're gullible. It's best to educate yourself and understand yourself when you going to go apply for yourself later. Like I said, you're supposed to be the next step in after your family to be higher and more smarter to where my parents used to come and ask me questions. <coughs> when I was young at the height of my life, they would ask me a lot. And I would tell them, honestly, God, too, this is what I think. And it, it was about structure and monetary advancements in life. Well, this is what I think you should do. And it helped them. Because they, they, they concentrated so hard and raised it, they couldn't really re-educate themselves, you know, to, to put add extras to their lives. You see what I'm saying? So I was able to go out and look at the world real quick, the United States, you know, and the world real quick, and and, and, and develop a, a way of thinking. And it throws everybody off when you keep adding on to what you know. Everybody wants you down to that, that foundation of, of the starting boundary lines of the hood. You're supposed to just sit there all day looking at who's trying to knock on the door. It, it ain't always like that. You got to start somewhere, but it ain't always like that. You know what I'm saying? You have to, if your hood don't grow, it ain't going to have nothing for nobody to look at. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to get into all that because I'm not really into the hood structure these days because there's more that a person could be doing than sitting around writing on walls, pulling out guns and, and recording yourself and all the rest of the things you think is dearly to you that's going to drop you off because it ain't no love in the streets. Only God is love. That's bottom line to it. Out of love, like everything else, is what the what what the, what the higher power thought before everything got this way, and it's into a position to where we will never ever control the destiny of oneself. But you do have freedom of free will. Only what you can deal in with the levels we live on. You see what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna get into all that scientific crap because it's meaningless towards the end. Just to live your life. But like I said, the road taken now is the dumbest road ever. If you really aren't. If you're doing it because you think you're going to get bitches and money, or you, you get to, now you get to go in there and be a hoe, it's easy to be irresponsible than responsible. The most richest people in the world are the most responsible people in the world. And they have to stay responsible. Some people get up there now, they just want to just let it hang out and, and turn this person they never was that didn't really build it up there that way anyway. It took a whole lot of dedication to build what you have to build. It does. That's probably why rap got hijacked because all the motherfucking artists back in my day were on cocaine. I, I, I didn't think they was on cocaine. I thought they knew to leave the shit alone. Dumb motherfuckers was actually on cocaine and, and primos and all that other bull. I couldn't believe it. And then the newer generation on chemical drugs, that's even worse. And opioids, you opioids is like sugar. You're addicted for life. Sugar's the only thing that man's supposed to be addicted to is sugar. In life, if you can get the most out of it, but man, that's that is ridiculous, man. It's always two steps forward, one and a half step back. That means you're not really going nowhere. You are, but it's at a snail's pace. One foot in front of the other. That backpedaling would keep getting you, and it's always over something stupid. I ain't gonna tell you what it is because you gotta you gotta live your life. But like I said, this industry stuff. Or even going into the cryptocurrency world right now, like I gave a report last week about the, uh, well, last time, not last week, last time I was on here, about the Bitcoin, why well, Bitcoin, but the cryptocurrency whales that are these rich-ass entities buying up all this cryptocurrency. The cryptocurrency is turning to a world currency. And all these sci-fi movies that came out in the 80s, like Tron and all the computer game, all that is all going inside. And it's, it's a theory called 2029 or 2030. That's where man and mind meet space. 
And it's all being built up under people. And people are sitting there worried about the street shit and going, hey, and twerking and all that. Hey, that's probably what you're there for. But you probably could be doing a whole lot better if you change what your outlook on life is. If you're just going to be a fuck bag, be a fuck bag. You know what I'm saying? That's just on you. Some fuck bags are needed. But uh, everybody ain't. That's the thing. Everybody think they can do what other people do. Uh, it made me laugh about it. This is a meme I seen. Uh, one of them little uh, social media, little, little sayings. And they say, now you, you only fans women know how rappers feel. <laughs> I started rolling. I said, oh my gosh, that's about the truth of all truths in this world. When rap came out, you know how I many people tried to rap and still are. Get these tattoos and amped up and throw this new personality out there. Be practicing new words they're going to say and it's going to go viral. And you're the only motherfucker saying it. The only motherfucker do is you keep forgetting everybody got their own mind. And the people that's too stupid is not going to adapt at all because they're too busy going, duh, huh, duh, huh. You can't spoon feed a fucking idiot. <laughs> the motherfucker will spit it out, close his mouth, act like an ass and just, you just don't know what retarded man going to do. But, Back on over to what I was talking about. They're building that, that world of Tron right now. They're throwing these satellites out there to send signals out there to make guidelines and GPSs out in space. They done pretty much got a lot of this shit after all this time. Since the invention of the telescope, they done mapped out a lot of things. They're not looking down the tube. They're looking out the tube. Like what the? They know they ain't going to get out there to exist. But they know they're going to get into a point of contribution. Where they know you feel proud with yourself, you know you built a perfect, you know you helped build towards a perfect future. That's why a lot of police officers have a sense of pride because they know deep in their hearts they're really trying. The thing is, a man makes mistakes, but not all the police. A lot of police officers are just straight up punk ass motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? They was a person that never was popular in high school. Uh, they didn't get to find girl when this dude was over here just raunchy, right? He got all the girl. Hey, man, you could be greater later if you focus right when you need to be focusing on. But if you're sitting there mad at the world because you're mad at the world or mad at existence, not even the world, you're mad at existence. When you something you're not and you're mad, you're mad at existence. Like I said, you can change a lot for yourself if you take time to understand yourself. And they don't deal with nobody but you comprehension and applying what you can comprehend and apply. So if you get into religion, take it to the next level without degrading or saying, I feel, I think. And now in time, it has been, it already been stamped up in there for thousands of years. Things have been predicted. That's the thing that gets a lot of people, you know, about the religion. A lot of stuff that has been predicted has already came out. Now it's up to you to figure out how you can go along with the structure and get into a nice pocket and be happy about where you at. Not looking like you got to change everybody else's comprehension because they don't comprehend the same. The world, say it was a, like a, say, say like man, human beings in life was just one big circle, but with a lot of extremities. And what extreme, the most extreme people meet, it is not going to break. All it is is that one, it, it'll push, you know, that's where that emo shit come in. You got bad emotional people, you got good emotional people. And that's to me, I think that's where the fight really is, where, where the emotions lie at. But too much emotion is a turnoff. Because when you throw too much out, that means you want to lead. And emotions are not leading nothing. But if you have a passion for something, 
See what I'm saying? If you have a passion for something, then you can recreate a scenery or think past the thought to make it help save it. You want to save black man's life, you have a passion for it, take your time and do it. Don't just do shit like I felt Ice Cube was trying to do with his little pro-black package is make the history books without really having the heart to say, I don't need to make the history books. This is what I think. See, because once you get in that, that, new, that, that bigger head side of the game, you want to get in the history books. That was, that was Trump. He wanted to be in it, and he got in history books. But they also made sure they shitted on him in the history books. Which they do when people want to push that route. If you get there naturally, then you get there naturally. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of people that make it up there were always cutthroats anyway. Because the person that don't want no recognition for it, he's not going to get no recognition for it. I can say some shit right now that'll fuck your head up. But a lot of people don't know this shit. I'm going to keep it to myself. And it's about the movie uh, Minister Society. <laughs> I wasn't in the movie. I tried out for it. And while I was reading the thing, I didn't want to do it because I had too much on my table at the time. So I said, I'm not going to balance my schedule out to go shoot a movie for three months. And got to keep turning around and be tired. I was already tired getting three hours sleep a night. And then turn around and get no sleep a night. I'd have to sleep on the set. You know, We done shot a lot of videos to where it took 18 hours of then at 28 hours to shoot a video. Growing up in the hood, it took us hours. I mean, I had to go in and actually close and had to, they knocked on my, my uh, dressing room for two hours just to take a two-hour nap. And I had to cuss them out and, and threaten them to get away from me so I could sleep. We need you now. No, what you need to do is go figure out something else to shoot while I lay here for two and a half hours because I went to work today, got off, and came up here. And I went to sleep from 4 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the morning and woke back up and had to keep on shooting this goddamn video that only lasted four hours, I mean, four minutes and some seconds. Incredibly crazy. But I like the way they yeah, put the budget together because it was based upon the movie Boys in the Hood. So I was proud of that part that, you know, they gave us an extra, extra budget and did all that they did and wrote it out. But I was like, can I get some sleep? What do you? I said, so I ain't supposed to sleep. Why do you have a dressing room? We're not wearing no makeup, so what is the dressing room there? Why is there a bed in here? <laughs> I had to talk to them like that until they finally just had to just say, okay, the motherfucker's right. You know we got to play hardball. I understand that part. I had to play hardball back just for, give me two hours. Aiden already snuck off and got him an hour and a half. We couldn't figure out where he was at. He kept coming out maybe an hour, and he'd come out, and go over here like he does, and he'd go back in the motherfucker and go to sleep. He knew how to play the game. I knew it too, but I didn't have to be. I can tell them I don't have to be in all these scenes. But it looks good. They don't even know who the fuck I am. Just put me on the DJ part. <laughs> but like I said, Mrs. I can say some shit that'll fuck your head up. But I said I wasn't going to say nothing. I'm not going to say it because I'm very true to the words that I do. And I tell people things are for the build, not for self-pleasure. You know what I'm saying? That's when you know if you really go get into things to build. That's why a lot of people don't give in to what emotional people say because emotional people want to lead. You leave by emotion, you're going to say something stupid. If you leave by instincts, then you may get something somewhere. Okay? But anyway, um, like I said, check out your cryptocurrency because it is going to change. I say by Christmas, everything should be up. But you got to be able to put something away you're not going to think about and just let leave it in there. Basically, I say anything you invest in three or four years. But what you, you'll end up actually becoming more, it'll be more than what you will gain in a savings account or an interest account or anything like that. I'll tell you, it turns over much faster and much harder. But uh, I think my time here is done. I'm going to finish watching these Lakers, man. They may get eliminated today, and I don't know. We have to see 2021. Y'all going to move out of round one, go to round two? I don't know.